we're collecting information about whether they've been diagnosed with it, um, what their medical issues that may make them at risk for it are, um, you know, all sorts of things, uh, what their exposure risks are. And we're going to correlate all that data together to get a, a view from, you know, high above of just how this infection is spreading through the healthcare community. That will apply to the community at large because when we're looking at 40,000 people and we find out that, yeah, 30% of them had antibodies but never had the disease or something like that, as an, as an example, um, that tells us that, the, that that disease is out there even more than we thought. It's just not making as many people sick. We've seen things like this before. When we had the West Nile outbreak, 80% of people who got West Nile didn't have symptoms from it. What questions do you hope to answer with this study? So there are a lot of questions we want to answer. I'm sure that you've heard many doctors, including uh, Dr. Fauci, have said that, you know, we think that antibodies are protective and that it will help prevent people from getting the disease again. And that may be our pathway to sort of getting back to work and having a normal, um, you know, sort of economy and lifestyle again. And we, a lot of us think that's true. I think that's true. But we don't know that that's true. We need to prove that presence of antibodies prevents people from getting an infection. And the way to do that is you test people for antibodies and you watch them going forward to see who gets infected. And if the people with antibodies don't get infected, but people without antibodies do, in the same time period with the same risks for exposure, that tells you that the people who have antibodies are protected. Now, they may not be fully protected. They may be fully protected. We don't know. That's part of what the study will show. And we're going to be looking at this data week to week. So the first week, we'll have so much of an estimate of things. The second week, we'll have more of an estimate. The third week, more. And as we go, the data will get better and better. But we're going to be looking at it sort of in real time to see how much uh, immunity there seems to be. How long does that immunity last? How strong is that immunity? All of these things are, are parts of the study. One of the things that uh, you also want to do uh, is uh, you want to identify folks who could be potential plasma donors. Um, what else uh, might the results of this study allow you to do to help patients? Sure. So the FDA has a plan in place to allow people to use convalescent plasma. It's not quite as simple as they've approved it, but it's relatively simple to go ahead and do the regulatory paperwork that's needed to be done to give it to people. Um, they, have a, they have a pathway, so to speak. One of the things they, they put in a list of the qualities that they want the donors to have, you know. So if they're a person, they have to have uh, been infected and they have to have recovered and so much time has to have gone by and there's all sorts of requirements, but one of them is they should have a relatively high amount of antibody. So as we go forward, we're trying to organize it so that we know relatively how much antibody the person has. It won't be an exact number, but it'll be high, medium, low, let's say. And, uh, and we are going to be doing part of the study to try to get a better handle on how high is high. What we want to do is as we gather the plasma, we want to know as we give it to people, is this a low-level plasma, a medium-level plasma, high-level plasma? Is this plasma from somebody who had the disease and recovered, 
or is this somebody is this plasma from somebody who is completely asymptomatic and we want to be able to tell which of those plasmas works the best because it could be they all work equally well but it could be you find out that too little antibody is not going to work and that's kind of expected and you could find that too much antibody might be a bad thing also because maybe it triggers more of an immune reaction and people you know have problems with that there may be a sweet spot where you really want the antibody to be in the middle we don't know any of that that's things that this will potentially be able to find out in the future that part of the study is still to come you know we're still working out all the details there and it's going to have to go through regulatory approval and it's going to have to go to the FDA for their final approval but that's part of what we want to do. What information uh, will it provide in terms of, uh, you know, once there is a vaccine for this, how people get vaccinated and also how might it help employers uh, and employees figure out, you know, the best information they need to be able to, you know, work? Both of those are really important issues. So um, let's start with the going back to work part, right? So if we can show that, as people expect, the antibodies are protective, well, that tells us that a person is much safer going back out into the environment. It's like, you know, if you're vaccinated against chickenpox and you work in a daycare, it's probably okay for you to go into a room where somebody had chickenpox. Whereas if you have never had chickenpox and never received the vaccine and you don't have antibodies, if you go into that room, there's a good chance you're going to catch it, right? And this is why, like when there was the measles outbreak, we were vaccinating people who weren't vaccinated because to make sure that they didn't get it. Same thing, right? If we, we think that if you have antibodies, you're protected. This study is going to help prove that. Um, so if we show, if, you know, four weeks from now we have data that says, hey, look, in the four weeks from when we got the first test, 50 people out of the uh, you know, 50 people out of 1,000 people who had no antibody got infected, but zero people out of 1,000 people who had an antibody got infected. Well, that's predicting or that's telling us that antibodies protecting. The rest ties into the vaccine, as, as you asked, and there's a, a whole lot of things we can learn there. Again, when you make an antibody to this, how long does it last? Because if the natural antibody only lasts, say, a year, well, chances are the vaccine will only last a year now. But if we know that the natural infection only protects you for a year, it's likely the vaccine will only protect you for a year. And that means you are going to need booster vaccines every season. 